Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? What's up, nerds? Welcome to another episode of the Multiverse Report. A very special episode, I might add. Tonight we are recapping the season finale of Star Wars Ahsoka from Peridia to Dathomir and everywhere in between. My name is Mike Gibson. With me as always is Steve Haller. What's up, Steve? Well, we just watched a finale of a TV show. We sure we're did. We're going to talk about it live with a bunch of our friends. Yeah, a whole bunch. And by a bunch, I mean two. <laughs> two. <laughs> uh, please welcome to the Multiverse Report, uh, 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 recurring guest is the word I was looking for. I couldn't think of the word. Recurring guest, Matt Beseda. What's up, Matt? What's up, guys? Hi, Mike. Hi, Steve. Um, is this a Star Wars tablecloth? Yes. Yeah. It's Well, it's a gaming it's a space. cloth, but yes. There's stars. It's pretty cool. It's, it's actually branded, too. Oh, wow. Look yeah. at that. And, so uh, Star Wars X-Wing. Also, welcome to the pod for the first time, long-time listener, first-time guest, Mr. Adam Karki. Long-time listener. Thanks, guys, for having me. Yeah, thanks appreciate for being it. Absolutely. Been listening to you while I mow the lawn for a long time. <laughs> Happy to be here in person. Uh, Adam's a big Star Wars fan and uh, lightsaber builder, so we wanted to have him on a very special Star Wars-themed podcast, Ahsoka, season finale. We literally just finished watching yeah. it and ran down here to talk about it. The Jedi, the Witch, and the Warlord. A very uh, funny yeah. episode title, yeah. <laughs> I would think. Clearly a reference to the C.S. Lewis book line, Witch and the Wardrobe. Um, I don't know. General thoughts, guys. What do we What do we think? This was like, there was a lot that could have happened in this episode. Yeah. And we were all pretty much on the same page that not everything that could happen was going to happen. And that was certainly the case. They ignored several storylines right. blatantly. Um, it almost was a direct opposite of what I expected. I expected us to tie up the Balin and Shin stuff. Right. Agreed. And, and yeah. yeah. Leave the Thrawn stuff more right. kind of open ended. I kind of, if I were to, if I was going to place a bet, that's what I would have said 100%. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, general thoughts. It looked great. Yep. Right. Yep. It, it did what it needed to do, and it sets up uh, a lot more that they can do in the future. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a cool episode. There was a lot of high highs in in a fun ride. I thought it was a lot of action, which was cool. Oh yeah. Like um, last episode was more like storytelling, and this was way more like, you know, fighty, fighty and swordsy and ships and stuff, and it was cool. Right. Yeah, that was. Uh, it was great. I can't get in. Uh, wait to get into the details. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Matt, initial uh, initial thoughts. Matt and Adam are sharing a microphone because we had some uh, technical difficulties. So yeah, bear with us, listeners. It's almost like we're singing the wait. It's going to be uh, a lot like that. Um, That's very in the weeds <laughs> reference to people who don't <laughs> yes. know us personally. <laughs> um, I thought it was terrific. You know, it um, it was left very open ended. In in certain storylines, but you you can see where they can build off what they have now, um, and I I thought it was terrific. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so where do we start? We start with well, let's go let's go hard spoiler. Like, yeah, we were already there, but if you are at this point and you did not realize we're spoiling things, yeah, we're spoiling literally anything in Star Wars up to this point. So <laughs> Correct. good luck with uh, trying to stay spoiler free. Yeah. 
Um, if you have never seen any Star Wars thing ever, and you're <laughs> decided to make this yeah. episode of this podcast your first thing, it's going to ruin everything. So stop. You made yeah. a bad choice. You could be Go like watch my a wife. New Hope. Yeah, my wife literally watched watched episodes one, three, and eight of this yeah. show. She seemed like she had a lot of questions. Yes, there. I I will be fielding many questions for yeah. the, the foreseeable future. I uh, love at the end she goes, "No, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I get it. What was up with all the witches? Well, if you watch the rest well, of the show, then I guess you don't get it." Uh, quick shout out to my wife who's jealous that I was able to watch this episode tonight. She was not able to watch it and won't be able to watch it for the next few days. But thinking about you, babe. <laughs> Sorry, I just missed it. Can't wait to watch it with you at some point. So, um, yes, we're going to spoil the hell out of this thing. Um, I feel like so much happened, I can't remember where we started. Where does it really start? We literally start? started with the shot of the chimera. And I, like, the opening shot of the, sh- of the show, I got chills because it was like, and anyone who's listened knows I'm a hardcore Legends guy, like, been following Thrawn yeah. since time. That shot of the chimera was just like, yeah. Yeah, it's real. It's yeah. a thing. It's yeah. such a cool ship. It really it's is. such an imposing and distinct thing. And it was a great way to open up, especially like because it opened up from the back. And you right. got to see the, like, full... the engines and the full yep. mass of it. It was really, yeah. really a, a powerful shot. I forgot all about that because oh, I'm yeah. like waiting to dive into like <laughs> the Hu Yang like <laughs> lightsaber thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's coming up quick. And it, yeah. was, it was cool. Like, And I'll jump ahead a little bit. Like, It's very... It's a very imposing shot of the Chimera, uh-huh. and it reminded me of Andor, my other favorite Star Wars television show, um, in that it took a real less is more approach, where contrary to what some of the movies do, which is just, okay, how do we make it how do we make it more? Well, we add more, right? right? Let's in Rise of Skywalker, there's just thousands of Star Destroyers that all can blow up planets, right? So, like... But it doesn't really, like, I don't know, there's not as much weight to it, even though there's, like, so much more. And this, there's one Star Destroyer, but because there's one Star Destroyer, it feels more imposing. Like that scene in Andor, when they're out camping in the middle, they see one TIE fighter, Mm -hmm. and they're terrified. And they should be, because when you see one TIE fighter, from that perspective, you're like, oh, TIE fighters are terrifying. So, like, the fact that there was one Star Destroyer, and we got two TIE fighters in this episode, and still they were, like, very imposing... It, it, there was more weight to it, I, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And I thought it was really great. I, I agree. It, it reminded me, uh, not of Andor, but, but, of, uh, but of Rogue One. Sure. Um, where they're in Jeddah. Um, yep. Yes. And, and, and that one Star Destroyer. That one Star Destroyer was just sitting there. And, yeah. And we're used to seeing Star Destroyers in space. And, you know. Oh, yeah. Th- yeah. There's you, really you don't no see the scale. To te- yeah, yeah. To scale. And, um I thought that was very cool yeah, as well. Yeah, in-atmosphere Star right. Destroyer is something yeah. to behold. Yeah. Right, so the Chimera is, you know, to get into the ultra-nerd weeds. Um, <laughs> the class one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark II. Imstar, oh. Imstar Mark II. Uh, Imperial Star Destroyer uh, Mark II. They're 1,600 meters, so they're a mile long. It's crazy. Like, it's a ship that's a mile long. So you put it in perspective in atmosphere, and it changes the whole scale of what you're, like, it's like wow, this is this is large. <laughs> yeah, wow. So that also shows you how big that monument or tower or whatever. Sure, was. yeah, that fortress was. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess because that was the opening shot was that over the fortress, and we see, yeah. um, uh, for lack of a better description, you see Morgan Elspeth get knighted. Yes. Yeah. With an, it with an N, not a K. 
Yeah, she's uh, ascended. Yeah, she ascends to rank of knight, knight, full knight, sister, mother, sister, knight mother, 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 sister. Yeah, yeah, which both through um, magic and through the now like uh, gift of a weapon. Yeah. Yes. Right. And Steve, you were the first to like kind of explain a little bit <laughs> about yeah. who that blade was. So, I was like, I was like, I know this name. So but, they said the sword of Telson. Yeah. And immediately brain goes to mother Telson. And during when we're watching the episode, I didn't realize I, like I'm sitting there going back and forth. I'm like, I don't remember Telson like wielding a sword. And I pulled up Wikipedia and I was like, oh, in Clone Wars, when she fought Mace Windu, she conjured that sword right so windu windu yes windu i thought it was when dooku was there on dathomir it's when she fights windu is it yeah i think so okay i don't remember Mm. at all matt any thoughts (laughs) for all the clone warsiness that you've you've taken in over the years um i i will say i had an inkling uh of her fate when she made that uh ascension and oh, me too. Y- yeah. Um, which sort of disappointed me because I-, I thought her and Thrawn were this awesome power couple. Yes, I liked her a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I liked um, her as a and-, and I thought, okay, th- this is kind of cool having having two people yeah. um, as the big bat, you know. I th- until, the, until she was, like, invited to ascend as a knight mother or whatever, I was under the impression that they, yeah, they were going to be some, like, duo – evil team Mm -hmm. until the point where Elsbeth decides to try to take him out or over like classic like dark side or Sith behavior like I assumed that she would betray him at some point um but no because I mean if if, as we find out the end of this episode she don't make it yeah right yeah so uh all that theory's just shocked out (laughs) (laughs) well well, that went to shit real quick (laughs) Yeah. yeah Yeah, and I think all of us were in the the same. It's it's funny how a lot of the theories I think a lot of us had in our brains going into this just got you know Swiss cheesed very quickly. Yeah. Some did, and some came to fruition too, like right. with uh, with some of those stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah. So that I guess it was cool. What so what I could gather and what I was taking from what we were seeing with the night troopers was that what we saw were actual troopers. Yes. But they knew their fate was going to be to go in, be sacrificed, and reincarnated. Yes. Okay. So yeah. I, that's what I thought that's, so too. That's what, to how the I point where that. possibly, like, I remember when we first saw them, you and I were talking about how they had the red wrapped around their yeah. armor. And I was thinking maybe that's just like, well, because they're in league with the Night Sisters, they're yeah. showing some kind of fealty or whatever. But now I'm thinking, like, oh, that's what was able. That's, that's what them helped be... them make the connection with yeah. them in order to like resurrect and be like, yo, you should all wrap this around your yeah. armor just in case. In the event <laughs> we need to resurrect you as a zombie stormtrooper. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, I don't know if anybody else watches with closed captioning on or just because I'm the oldest person in the room that I do. <laughs> um, but they actually refer to them as night troopers, yep. like with the I, yeah. Ron called them night troopers tonight. Oh, yeah, did, yeah, think, yeah, yeah. But like a couple episodes ago, they oh. did when oh, they yeah. were first introduced. That. Yep. So and I was like. Oh, are they going to? Are they right? Are mm-hmm. they already like possessed, yeah. are or they are now, they going to be in right. the future? Will they be? Either yeah. way, very cool, and I love the way they paid it off. Yes, I thought it was smart. I agree. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, something that needed that much setup in order to like 
feel earned, I guess. Like, it felt like if you told me that in episode two of a Star Wars show, there's, oh, there's zombie stormtroopers, I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Come right. on. But like, the, which, which was kind of my wife's reaction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because she hadn't right, she seen hadn't the whole seen setup. Any of the yeah. setup, and because because we've seen like things happen in Clone Wars and right. in Jedi Fallen Order, like right. we've seen all this stuff happen in canon before. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we get such a lead up and we don't get the zombie stormtroopers till the last right. episode is like, oh yeah, no, this makes sense. But I don't know. It's it's like a way. Like I feel like it's the second time I've slammed Rise of Skywalker <laughs> so far. But like, if anyone has, if anyone's if, listening to this and doesn't know our brand then that's yeah. our brand <laughs> yeah. but like, i feel like in a, something like uh rise of skywalker it would have been like hey there's zombie stormtroopers you don't need to know why they're here you right. know what i mean and would have been like that's dumb and you don't unearned but well, like yeah uh, similar to those red sith troopers it, we didn't know where they came from yeah, yeah. Or, or why they're sith <laughs> right. troopers or why they're red yeah, they just are yeah, yeah. yeah. they're just there it's yeah. fine um, actually, Matt, from your standpoint, since I, I know like the three of us have all watched all of Clone Wars and Rebels, I know you're a little more limited on what you Bits consumed of Clone sure. Wars. Did you get a lot, a little of that, or a, enough of that to know like the Dathomir connection and that sort of thing? Like with the yes. sisters. Um, and, and luckily, I'm I'm a weekly listener to the Multiverse Report. So <laughs> thank you. I um. Um, you know, I, I pick up things, <laughs> right. um, a, as well. Um, and, and let me just, just say, although I'm, I'm not fully caught up on, um, Clone Wars and Rebels, I have seen a Star Wars film 43 times in the theater, so I don't want people to get the wrong impression. Correct. Yeah, he's legit, people. He's yeah. legit. Let him in. It's okay. I mean, no there, gatekeeping. There's a reason we bring him in for, uh, what, May the 4th this year? And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's on the list, um, yeah. but yeah, that, I'm I'm glad that that held up because even even the aesthetics and how they made the CGI look for when you know you see pieces or whatever, um, especially the two troopers that Ezra and Sabine are fighting. Yes, um, you see like part of the face exposed, and that looked exactly like the like the jaw of the night like the night brothers that were reincarnated in yeah. the clone wars and i was like the the attention to detail on that was great yeah that was really cool really cool it's very interesting to me how much of a chess player thrawn is oh yeah, um, oh, yeah. He, he, you got to keep watching rebels dude. He, yeah oh, that's dude. where it comes he, from he, yeah he could have sent a whole fleet of tie fighters but yep. he sent two yeah, you know, he, he didn't need to send more. It, it got the job done. Yeah, he um, knows. In, in in that in that moment, and and I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah and for any Legends fans, uh, Matt just started listening recently to Heir to the Empire. I did. So oh, he's cool. diving down the rabbit hole. Oh, you're um, jumping in. Which that'll it'll be a fun one for you. In 1995, my grandfather bought me that book, and I read a page and a half of it. And in 2023. <laughs> I am uh, on page three. See, it's, <laughs> a, it's a tale of two cities. Uh, in 1995, that's what sent me down the rabbit hole. So. Sure. <laughs> You've taken your first step into a larger world. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of things that uh, would not have been included in... Wait, hold on. You've taken your first step into a larger world. There we go. <laughs> well done. Uh, speaking of moments that would not have been included in a movie like Rise of Skywalker, uh, there's a great, great 
character moment in the beginning of this episode where we see Ezra building a new lightsaber and he's looking for pieces around the ship and Hu Yang helps him to find what he's looking for, which is a uh, emitter that matches the emitter used by his master, Kanan Jarrus, Caleb Dune. Um, and he even says like, I've only had ever, I've only ever had two of these pieces. Caleb or Kanan took one of them. And I held on to the other one in case you have needed it again. So it's spitting if it goes to you. Yeah. And Ezra, they spend enough time with that scene, letting Ezra recognize, oh, wait, you knew him. Right. You knew this guy that means so much to me. And because uh, at first he's kind of blowing him Jedi. off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And at first he's kind of blowing Hu Yang off. Like, yeah. whatever, I don't have time. I don't have time for yeah. whatever you're saying. Which is um, so perfectly Ezra, too. Yeah, for sure. Like, and the way he was going about it just felt so Ezra. Yes, which was, I mean, why it's such a character moment. Yeah. Because it doesn't move the plot forward no. at all, other than you see that he's going to be using a new lightsaber. Right. But that scene could have been like that. Like, oh, he's, oh, it could have been an off, like, Sabine could have been like, oh, Ezra's in the back making a new lightsaber. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? But, like, the fact that they give him that time yep. to reflect on Kanan and have him make a connection with Hu Yang um, was just a great... Oh, scene and it was a great payoff for a lot of star wars fans that specifically rebels fans um and clone wars fans because hu yang is a, a big character in clone wars uh, later season so i don't know i love that moment yeah and i think that um star wars is at its best when it allows those moments to happen and not when it's just like rushing through like we gotta hit the yeah we gotta play the hits and get through this to get to the next thing or whatever you know so yeah. i don't know i just thought that was a great star wars moment yeah i i loved everything about that moment with the star you know the lightsaber uh building and then he says you know it's such a powerful moment in in the building of it and he's yeah. so proud of him and he said you must have been a great student but the other part that made that scene so strong was sabine watching it yes and her difference in her experience with her master yeah right, right? and i am the first person to be like I didn't want Sabine to have force powers. Oh, yeah. I, because I believe, like, I personally, my opinion is that I think it cheapens her character a little bit. She's hmm. a great Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. She is a former member of the Imperial Army. Like, she's it techie. Is... And, and she has such an amazing array of other things that she is. She yeah. doesn't also need to have a laser sword and have force abilities. It is a little right. bit of a hat on a hat. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you have everything. <laughs> it's that, like right? a hat on several other hats. You know who else was a Mandalorian <laughs> and a Jedi? You know, like, Tar Vizsla. That's right. it. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, in literally. a zillion years. <laughs> yeah. So, I Th thought... They fought wars to <laughs> yes. avoid this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, which uh, I thought was a very cool duality to that in the closeness that Sabine and Ezra have. Yeah. But how far that makes them, how much that also makes them different in right. their experiences. Yeah. So it was great to see how, you know, how proud Ezra was and how wonderful and how kind of easy it came to Ezra. And then also how difficult that was for yeah. Sabine to see. Yeah. And how it doesn't, come easily and then there's a payoff later in the episode which is a, a really wonderful moment and yes. i was even then i was like okay like you earned it yeah you yeah, can have yeah. you yes. worked really hard for just that right we'll give it to you yeah yeah and it, so it was the 
all I could think of was it was the perfect Wampa Cave moment. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's what it was. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, also, I just had a uh, a bit of a force epiphany. Um, look down, and in standard rebels, standard rebels fashion, there's a love cat sitting here staring oh, at, I think staring that, back at me. I think that's a crystal critter. Oh, from okay. Because yeah, this is a, this is the very Jedi last reference. Jedi. Gotcha. We're we're uh, we are all uh, except Matt drinking a beer called Space Monkey from the brewery Pressure Drop. Uh, and it's called Episode Eight: The Last Space Monkey, and it's clearly a Last Jedi themed can or a themed label. And we thought it would be appropriate for a uh, Star Wars chat tonight. So, and it's delicious. So, thank you, Mike. It is delicious. Absolutely, You're welcome. You're welcome. I saw it and I uh, needed to bring it tonight for sure. Perfect. Um, so, where are we at? Well, I don't know. I don't remember what happened. We all, we, we bounced around a little bit. We talked about Morgan's ascension already. Okay. And um, oh, so then I think that's when. They send the TIE Fighters. Yes. Okay. Um, and uh, I love how the, the T-6 is just sitting there escorting these, the, the turtle. The Ninja snail. Turtles? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the not-so-Ninja Turtles. <laughs> um, <laughs> not-so-Ninja Turtles is great. Yep, that's exactly what they are. Yep. And it's just going, like, so slow. Uh-huh. And then he goes, this is going to slow us down a bit. And I was like, slower than not moving. <laughs> you mean slower than moving at a turtle's pace? Yes. Right. Ezra? So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's funny, but it's uh, it's also appropriate because they know that they're in danger oh, and they're yeah. like going to take the brunt of the fire, and they do, and they oh, do, they, they do. sacrifice <laughs> their ship, um, and, and it's cool because I feel like a lot of times, again, in the movies, you see Tie Fighters so often that you also you often think of them as like disposable, mm-hmm. like oh, this is the obstacle that the X wings are going to blaze through before they get to the Death Star or whatever. They're going to yeah. get through. They're going to blow up all these Tie Fighters before they get to. Starkiller base, you know, which right. is the real thing, you know. Um, but in this, it's like two fight, two Tie Fighters take out their ship. Yeah, and so it's like, oh, okay, no, we're in trouble. Right, and Sabine, like, see that I thought that was very well done too. Yeah, in the sense that you know they they leave Sabine at the helm and are like, hey, figure this out, and she figures it out. She does. Yeah, like those Tie Fighters both go down. Yeah, so does the T six. Right. So. But the TIE Fighters needed to go down. If they didn't, yeah, Yeah. but if the TIE Fighters didn't go down, they would all be dead. Correct. You know what I mean? Like if they sacrificed their ship, then all those not so Ninja Turtles would be dead. Right. It's it was the right move. Yeah. It just makes the Skyhopper hop less in the sky. So yeah, it's uh I don't know. I, I thought it was very well set up how they did that. I agree. And I like the like Ezra and Ahsoka immediately knowing they have to hold the ship up right to save the not so ninja turtles um yeah while sabine takes the helm yep cool use of force ability yeah for sure in in display of that as as sabine makes a decision it was kind of cool yeah it was cool so hu yang fixes the ship and yep while thrawn knows that that means that they're in for a ground assault right because he knows they're not gonna give up just because they don't have a ship anymore I thought that was cool. Inside. So we get a nice montage of them sprinting and running, and yeah, and then they have what do you call them? Horse rat dogs. Horse, horse, that's what I call yeah. them. Horse rat dogs. Yeah, yeah. I think and that's. I think that's, it's I think the, that's the official yeah. name now. I think howlers. Yeah. No, probably the working title was horse rat. Horse dogs. rat dogs. <laughs> we need a animal, but I don't want it just to look like a horse. What else can we add to this yeah. thing? Maybe Let's also make it look like a rat. A you know rat? what? It needs a tongue and to act like a dog. There was like three okay, writers let's... that couldn't agree on what it should look like. <laughs> and they're like, fine, we'll make right, it all. Just go with we'll it. We'll do everything. You know what they're never going to let us do? A thing that looks like a horse. 
and a rat and, and a, a dog. dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> Two days later. You guys are never going to guess what happened. <laughs> you won't believe this. But we uh, got it. Um, I, I, I just say. have to mention, Hu Yang really grew on me. Um, Keep watching Clone Wars, buddy. Yeah, th- yeah throughout yeah. the series. And, and Star Wars, I, I, I was laughing a second ago because I was thinking um, Star Wars is 10 for 10 on droids. Like <laughs> Every droid they've made, except for one Dio, who for some reason had anxiety and um and yeah but 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 uh what's the droid in andor the little box thing b2 emo oh yeah Yeah. and um yeah he's the best k2so and and bb8 for god's sake well bb8 is my favorite droid (laughs) yeah Yeah, over r2d2 absolutely what yeah well we've just learned things today yeah yeah. Oh, BD one. BD one is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. BD one. Um, have you have you played the Jedi Fallen Order games at all? I, so, <laughs> I feel like you're not much of a gamer. I, I'm not much of a gamer. I I <clears throat> borrowed a Xbox for a month uh, from Amazon, and <laughs> and I um they had a, a sixty day return policy. Sure, I get it. Uh, we all figured it out. <laughs> and uh, I I got as far as I could. Um. But I loved. Got to put it on story mode. Don't yeah, even worry about yeah, it. Just I, easiest I love possible. Battlefront Two. Well, I, 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 oh I yeah, think Battlefront Two. From your standpoint, what you could do is on YouTube they do have all of the cutscenes. Yeah. And you can basically watch it like a movie. Yeah. Like, you know that's not a bad idea. There's not a whole hell like you can hit all the story beats from watching the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the rest of it's just like fun slashing things with lightsabers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if you hit yeah if you if you ever want to like see the story and see how BD is just the coolest droid ever um it's it's worth taking a look at between actually fallen order and uh survivor both i think up on oh yeah i'm sure they are nice i'm sure they are um adam what's your favorite droid oh that's a great question Um, only because matt brought it up i think so i'm initially i don't want to say anti-droid because that's doesn't sound right. What are you, Mandalorian? It is. It is Man- <laughs> or, Mandalorian. Or Han Solo. Oh, true. that's true. Yeah, also, yeah. no droids. Um, I wasn't... I'm not... I am not as big a fan of R2 and C-3PO oh, as wow. most of my friends. All right. I mean, R2 is the, the hero of the entire saga. Correct. Yeah, but everyone skips over the droid episodes, so... <laughs> okay, Mieber Gascon is not the hero of the entire... I'm just saying. Now, if I can interrupt for a second, one of the reasons that might be the case is you were introduced to Star Wars and watched it originally in a much different order than most people. Am I right in saying that? That's true. Of of people my my age, of my peers... I don't think uh, I know this about you. Um, so I came, I come to Star Wars not from the original trilogy. I come to it from the prequels. No way. Yeah. yeah, which, yes, which explains, like, my love for Anakin and Vader. Like, I, you, I lean you, dark side. Okay, did you see the prequels before you saw the original trilogy, or you saw them all at the same time? I'm sure at some point in my life I saw, like, A New Hope or whatever, yeah. like, as a kid. Right. But I didn't, like, actively seek out a Star War and enjoy and, like, um, connect to those movies. Yeah. Until I was in high school and Phantom, Phantom Menace, Menace was coming out. Wow, man. So wow, I, f- I, I fell in that. love with Star Wars the same time I fell in love with like Harry Potter. Like all those things were the same time for me. Yeah, yeah. So like 
I'm Anakin because like I'm I see the whole story arc. Right. Like it is the you know, the tragedy of Vader. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like what it's supposed to be. Right. Um, I didn't stormtroopers aren't always bad guys to me. Yeah, that was that was the biggest hurdle for me in liking Clone Wars was being like, you you're trying to make me care about all these troopers that I've just grown up thinking are the bad guys and now you want me to care about this guy that's wearing the same similar armor? Like, no. Right. And, and it you, took me a you... long time before I gave a shit about Captain Rex or anybody oh, yeah. for real. Like and you, you yes. go through that yeah. and it's like now I have a Captain Rex Lego bust on right. my shelf because <laughs> yeah. he's the best character yeah, around. Yeah. yeah. So and so they rewatching it now oh, with yeah. my son. I'm just like, oh, now I'm fully in. But yeah. I was like really oh, pushing against it the first time I watched it. I was like, I you... don't care about these. Right. They're evil and they're going to become evil at some point <laughs> and start killing all these Jedi. But there's me at 17 watching Phantom Red, uh, Phantom Menace, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, there's a guy with red and black makeup, yeah. with horns, with a double sided lightsaber, yeah, who just like puts a line in the sand. And I'm yeah. on his time, yeah. like the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I'm then, with that guy. and then John Williams goes full badass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, all I could. Do. Yes, I was. Yeah. Oh God, it's my favorite Star Wars. <laughs> So like I wow. that is Star Wars I, movie? No. Oh, okay. But that is like my favorite <laughs> no, scene. Yeah. Certainly not. We're still friends. I love that. And and that's also like my introduction to kind of the whole thing, right? right. Is Sith and Jedi to me are Qui-Gon and Darth Maul. Yeah. They're not Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, Vader. which is a different relationship. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right? So um so yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of I come about it differently, which is a weird way to say I think my favorite droid is CD One. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a fan of the show, so I know how like you can go on a tangent. Yeah. BD One is your favorite droid from uh, the from Fallen Order. Yeah, uh, I think, I think BD I mean, is probably my favorite droid. If it wasn't going to be BD, it's Chopper. Oh yeah, 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 hundred yeah. percent. Chopper's probably my number three. R two D two has to be has to be my number one. Nostalgia only. R2 and 3PO are he my top He can fly two. sometimes, and he doesn't fly other times yeah. when he Chopper's should fly. Chopper's number three. Right. I don't know. BB-8's number four. You know what other droid wasn't great, now that I think of it? And, and uh, what's your name? Uh, He's great. Vivian Belair. It's Belair, her last name. Young Leia in, in, in Obi-Wan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, she was tremendous. Oh, uh, uh, what's that little... droid's name? Lola. Lola, yeah. Just needles. Oh, I like Lola. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was she's not in my top ten <laughs> droids or whatever, but she's fine. Um, Move the plot point. Yeah, yeah. One. Sure. I'm gonna favorite droid, Steve. Someone or one that nobody, I promise you, one we will get knows. back to talking about the season finale of Ahsoka in one second. We just one that nobody know. knows. HK47. Oh, from, from Knights of the Old Knights Republic. Old Republic. Yeah, I know. I yes, know you are all meat bags. And now we're gonna go back to Ahsoka. I only know that because <laughs> I follow a Twitter account called HK47. Oh yeah, is talks. it utterly hilarious? Uh, he just uh, comments on other people talking about Star Wars and saying why they're wrong. Mm. <laughs> Most of the time. That, it is, yeah, it is that pretty hilarious. Right. Steve, yeah. I thought you were gonna go with last uh, year for uh, two years ago for Secret Santa. I got Steve. Um, a uh, Gontroid shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, Gontroid. It's, yeah. it's right in that drawer right there. Nice. That's my random drawer of nerd shirts for the podcast. Nice. I see the Ahsoka <laughs> one over there, too. Yeah. See, this is what's great about Star Wars. There's four Star Wars fans sitting around this table. We all have four different favorite droids. Yes. And I love that about Star Wars. I love that about us. I got to say. All right. So, <laughs> I totally forgot where we were in the episode. Um, but Ground Assault. Okay. Ground Assault. Hu Yang's fixing the ship. 
ground assault. Um, uh, possibly the best line in the episode from Grand Admiral Thrawn. We will not negotiate with the apprentice of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that was, a, it was just such a <laughs> badass line. Like, yeah, like he knows what he's in for. He knows what yep. he's up against. He's like, no, it's we not going to happen. There's no the apprentice point. Of Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was fantastically delivered. And oh, oh before, he pre, before that line, he said, Rain fire down upon them. Yeah. Rain <laughs> hellfire. Hellfire down, down upon, upon them. them. We will not negotiate with the Prince of Man Skyrim. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Badass. Okay. Awesome. And all of a sudden, those hollers had the abilities of the Jedi riding on them, oh, and they were yeah, dodging yeah, yeah. everything. Yes. Sorry. Right before that, there was uh, after the two Tide Fighters were taken out, there were there was one very subtle moment where Thrawn lost. One percentage of his composure, and and yes. he yes, and he he made like this, yep. th- this yes. twitch awesome. in his face. Lars yes. great call, killing it. Great call. Episode. I kind of felt like I was getting never before in this series until this episode tonight. You guys can laugh at me if you don't get this. I'm looking at Thrawn, and I'm getting Elon Musk yes! vibes. I was just okay. gonna say blue Elon. <laughs> I was getting the same okay, thing. Yes, right. dude. Yes. I, was, I think it was the hair. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It's like the forehead into the hair. I'm like, he kind of looks like a blue Elon Musk. Yeah. Right. <laughs> One of them's a badass and the other's Elon Musk. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's a giant yeah, blue checkmark. I, I totally yeah. get what you're saying. One of them's a super genius. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the other one's Elon Musk. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yes. Uh, um, badass order and uh, line from Thrawn. That's true. And speaking of cool lines, I don't know if this was before that or after that, but I actually mentioned this out loud while we were watching the show. Yeah. There was a line about, um, said about a lightsaber. It was something about um, just because you have a lightsaber doesn't make you a Jedi or yes. whatever. Yep. And that was almost verbatim of what Kanan said to Ezra oh, about cool. like, like yeah. s- wielding a lightsaber doesn't make you a Jedi. Right. right. And, like, that was another important line that if you knew Rebels, yeah. sorry, um, it's, like, a nice little Easter egg. Oh, yeah. And if not, it is still a poignant line. It still makes a lot of sense. Right. Um, and it pays off down the line for Sabine to know that, like, yeah. that lightsaber does not make her right. a Jedi or not. And we even saw that in the last episode where um, Ezra's fighting without using a lightsaber. Right. Specifically, because I don't need the for- lightsaber. The force is my weapon, or something. Yeah. Like that, How know? did you feel about that? Because the only other like real force wielding person, yeah, who doesn't use a lightsaber, is Palpatine. Uh, well, he does use a lightsaber in Red and Sith. Well, very mockingly. I mean, it's all blinged out too. Um, but <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I liked it because he did one. He also didn't have a lightsaber or he didn't feel connected to the lightsaber that he used to have because it was Sabine's now. So I thought that all made sense. Um, yeah, the read I was But I'm also glad it. he made a lightsaber in this episode. Yes, because, very yeah. much so. The read I was getting on it was like the situation they were in, he thought Sabine could make better use of it than him and that he didn't need it. Right. Yeah. So it was kind of like an in the moment like uh, you're going to need that more than I am. I can handle this. But also like in Rebels, we get a very specific explanation from Kanan when he's working with Sabine about yeah. how the Jedi forms a relationship with the crystal, with the blade. Mm-hmm. And if this blade has been with uh, Sabine for that, for years, right? 
at this point, then Ezra probably doesn't have that connection with it anymore. Sabine probably has more of a connection with it than Ezra does yeah. at this point. So Which, I understood that. Did you notice that Ezra, when he made his new blade, what color his blade was? Yes, blue. Yes. So he did the opposite Luke. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he went from green to blue. Yep. Yeah. But wait, was was his first lightsaber blue? The staple gun lightsaber? Staple oh, was the saber is green. Is it green? Oh, okay. Green. I'm wrong. I so thought green, that was blue, blue and green. then he got a green one no, and then green, he went back blue. to blue. Blue, green, blue. Blue. Because they're the not both. Gun, st- right, the staple gun might have been blue. And then the other was. one was green and then back to blue? Kanan's is. Kanan's is blue. Blue all the time. Right. right? No, is Kanan's green? Jesus. All right, so his oh, saber, his saber itself, <laughs> his saber itself. I take is, it back. We're all terrible Star Wars fans. the The saber hilt is green and chrome, and the yep. blade itself is blue. I on believe Kanan's is blue. Yes. So I believe that the staple gun uh, saber is blue, and then but his then when he second his saber one, is green. green. Yes. So the third one's blue. Yes. Great. Goes back. Yeah. Glad we figured that. Glad out. we figured it out. Um. Speaking of lightsaber colors, I have to say, because we're moving into the ground assault portion of this episode, mm-hmm. which one, awesome, super badass fighting the whole time, whether we're bla- using blasters, zombie stormtroopers, whatever, non-zombie stormtroopers, my favorite part of this entire uh, ground assault was the fact that we're, we got three force users, three Jedi, call, you know, Sabine, whatever. Right. Ahsoka, whatever. Ahsoka, Ahsoka, whatever. You're correct, correct. Uh, All three of them are different colored lightsabers. That was my favorite part, that they're all, they have different colored lightsabers because they talk about this on Star Wars Minute a lot. Shout out to that podcast, which is way more famous than this one. But um, one of the guys, they're talking about Rise of Skywalker right now, makes a great point that at the end of Rise of Skywalker, uh, Rey, Kylo Ren are in a room that is blue lit with blue light with blue lightning coming down and they're both using blue lightsabers like you could have made one of those a green lightsaber or (laughs) something like come on man like it's just boring when there's two lightsabers and they're the same color it's boring so like red versus blue great blue versus blue boring so this was blue white and green and i loved it right yeah loved it there's a there's a scene in um in Rebels, when Maul and Jarrus and um, Ahsoka, it's it's with the, the holocron, yeah, the yeah, temple yeah. scene, when they go up against all of the um, Inquisitors, yeah. and it looks the same way. It's all red on one side, and then it's all different, and the contrast is yeah. so cool. It's, it's so interesting. Two things with that. Um, and then after the Exegol scene, you go to Tatooine, which is a planet full of sand, and she has a yellow lightsaber. Just saying. You're not wrong. Yeah. Wait, you're not on. wrong. You, what movie are you guys talking about? Rise of Skywalker. I, your favorite doesn't, one? Doesn't, it's your, doesn't, it's, doesn't compute it's that your that favorite actually one. exists. It's yeah. the one that you love the most. <laughs> the one that I've tried multiple different ways to watch and failed miserably? Yeah, you just that gotta, one. You just got to take a deep breath. You just got to let it go. You just got to be Very like, off topic. I took, I, I took a lot of deep breaths that night. It still didn't help. A lot of deep breaths and uh, a gummy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, very off topic, but more in topic because we're sort of talking about Rise of Skywalker. Have you read, it's a great read, the supposed draft 
Yes. For um, Colin Trevorrow. It was way better. No, I haven't read it yet. Oh, it is fantastic, and and some of the supposed art. Ray with it with a double bladed blue. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean the thing that would have made sense because she wields a staff through the whole goddamn rest yeah. of the movie. Yeah, but we say that, and it could have still been bad. We oh, don't know. Oh, it no. would have been like, oh, they should have brought JJ back. It could have been bad. You know what I mean? But it would have been less Pierce fan service. I agree. But whatever. I agree. If it, would, way, it would have been less of a movie made by a committee. Right. You know. Yeah. Like I just want to vision a committee. It's all, I, it's all I give a shit about. Just Sorry, give me a good more movie. Star Wars references. <laughs> That's good. Uh, the other thing with that, that, was JJ th- that showdown with um, uh, Sabine, Ezra, and Ahsoka is I feel like they are all uh, different levels of Force users. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like Sabine abandons her lightsaber pretty quick. Well, oh, yeah. Ahsoka, Ahsoka tells her yeah. Sabine blasters, yeah. 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 What, when she's getting peppered with blaster <laughs> fire? Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good point. Yeah, let's diversify a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, and I think that brings up a good point, Matt, that there are different levels of, of Force users. I want to bring up two things. One, there's a big, huge, long battle scene, right? Yeah. Early in the scene, I thought it was very Disney level of violence, mm-hmm. right? Lightsabers early in the season can go right through someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they can show that, but this was like very pulled punches. They were not showing a lot. Yeah. As the battle went on, it got much more visually pleasing. When yeah. the oh, uh, when the stormtroopers were... became zombie stormtroopers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once yeah. they Boss weren't people shit. anymore, and yeah, they yeah. were zombies, yes. right? Yeah. They were allowed to treat them in a different way. Yeah. Okay. And no, I thought be... that was different. And I, but I, I mean, I noticed in in the in the watch. But I mean, come on, those are laser swords. They should cut them right in half. The first uh, yeah, time. yeah, for sure. Either way, super well, cool. I like, kind of wanted a that. A couple of them did, which was nice. Yeah. Yes. The the Ezra. Okay. After uh, I believe during the show, I made a point of why the hell in Star Wars can no one just hit a button to close a door? They have to slash it with something <laughs> or shoot it with something. Because it's cooler, Steve. It's cooler. <laughs> and after he said that, um, Ezra did that like three more <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and. Yeah, but which is very funny. There was yeah. one point where he did that, and like either before, right before, or right after he did that, he literally like gutted a zombie trooper, yes. and it was like, oh, okay, they can splice through things. It's yeah. not just like you know nicking the armor or something. Right. It's like okay, this this guy just got his hey, how do you do from Ezra? <laughs> yes, yeah. And, and then oh, sorry, go well, ahead, you go ahead. Okay, and then they move the battle forward in. It's just Ahsoka. This is before she gets to um, her one-on-one battle, and it's her basically against the entire like uh, clone troop or the entire troopers. Yeah. Right. Did anybody else like feel the rebels like again, again yep. Rex again? Yep. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Going up against them to yes. prepare herself for that. Yeah, like uh, Tales from the Jedi. That yeah. And it was oh that yes that's right yeah. exactly what it's from. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. And it was so just like easy to watch that yep. and oh, go, yeah. oh, they she set can it up. Do this. Yeah, she wonderfully. Knows how to do this. I wasn't even. No, you can't be worried for it all. Yeah, no. she can take out like all of them. Yeah, very yeah. easy. Yeah. But why can't she take out Morgan Elsbeth? She's. Well, I feel like so the they, treatment of Ahsoka is is being a little underpowered. Well, they at least set that up back in Mandalorian when she fought Morgan Elsbeth before. Yes, because Elsbeth, Elsbeth has is a. The uh, Beskar spear, right? Yeah, and she's a talented fighter, right? Sword fight, yeah, whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. So, and now she's got, assumedly, 
upgraded uh, Night Sister powers or Night Mother powers plus a badass Night Mother sword. Right, like a, so, a lady with a white face touched her in the eye. She's got to have yeah, better of powers. Course. So that obviously sure. means she's better at sword fighting now. She poked her eyes out. I didn't and vote got for better her. At... <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for getting that watery, reference. Watery tarts lobbing so, swords at people is no, no foundation for a system of government here, people. Come on. No, um, Moistened bent. <laughs> oh, we're so, really uh, mixing our metaphors yeah, here. Yeah, no, I'm trying to not go down a Monty Python uh, rabbit hole. Oh, um, I was thinking The Simpsons. So, but yeah, so they ascend. Sorry, the, the, I can't get over the, the, the fact you used rabbit hole with Monty Python. Yeah. <laughs> My brain just was like holding like five references back. <laughs> There's so many. Right. It is the rabbit. Um, <laughs> so they ascend the staircase. Yep. Uh, they run into Morgan. Uh, Ahsoka takes her on and lets Sabine and Ezra continue on. Yes. Sabine and Ezra go up and they fight their own troopers, which we get, speaking of uh, Disney level violence, we get. Um, well, it's looking pretty bad. And then Sabine finally figures out how to use the force. And this is that moment you were referencing earlier. Yep. Correct. The um, Wampa Cave right. moment where she needs to use it in order to save her own life. Right. And so it works. I am going to die. I am going to die unless I, I can feel the force. Pull this thing through. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So she does. And she ignites that lightsaber directly through the head of the stormtrooper yep. that's trying to kill her. And then immediately following that, she's able to distract the stormtrooper fighting Ezra so that enough that Ezra can get his lightsaber back and decapitate the stormtrooper that he is fighting. Which, just behind one of those stone things. Yes, right. very conveniently. And then we see the helmet just roll yeah. out. And it's like, oh. But we know there's yeah. a head in that helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Just like Attack of the Clones. We know Django's <laughs> head was in that thing. <laughs> um. Which was dope. And then... Uh, Still a better movie than you people give it credit for. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Yeah. It's a better movie. Yeah, I, I watched it. Then what? Rise it's of Skywalker, movie. at least. Uh, <laughs> yes, disagree. 100%. Disagree. Well, 0%. Um, that's not what if, we were If anybody about. wants to hear that, <laughs> please go back to our May the 4th episode <laughs> where we talked with Matt and ran down everybody's top 10. Yeah. For like three 11. hours. Yeah, it's it was Star a long War. One. No one's gonna love them all. I can't. <laughs> Not the same. Yep. Never mind. Steve and I have an idea for a uh, spinoff yeah. series, which I'm very excited about. Mm -hmm. To get off the ground, Star Wars related. Um, I'll tell you after the podcast is over. We're still so are formulating. We, are we to the jump throw from Rebels? Clone I believe Wars? that we are through to the the Rebels uh, jump throw. Uh, yes. I love all the Rebels. Um, yep. Like yeah, little Easter eggs, and this is a big one, right? This used to happen yes. all the all time. the time, and I think this is the first time in live action that we've seen this because I feel like in Rebels was the first time they ever actually started using the Force to really move people. Yeah, um, no one else has really done that before, and. I yeah, feel I mean, like a lot of like non-Star Wars people are like, well, Jedi, why don't they just lift themselves up so they can fly or whatever? And yeah. just like, I guess I don't know the real answer to that other than like, it would be weird and it wouldn't fit. They don't was, fly now. I was planning on having a... Uh, don't fly now? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I thought I had a, that's not how the force works drop, but oh, I don't. <laughs> well, the, there's, you know, there's not exactly flying, but there's, uh, there's force jumping. 
um, well, sure. that is, you yeah. know, Obi-Wan. But you would, but you would think Menace. if you can lift a, an X-Wing out of a mm-hmm. swamp, you could be like, and just make yourself float around. Sure. But that would be like too much, right? It would be too much. Like I don't want to see a Jedi fly like Superman. Maybe it's a uh, Sith, right? We see Snoke do that uh, uh, to Rey. Well, he levitates another person. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I think it makes more sense to be, if you can move a th- any anything else, you should be able to lift a person, but not yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't be like, oh, I can fly now. It's I can fly now? There it is. So it... I, I like that they use it in Rebels. It was the first time they've ever, like, it was Kanan and Ezra, a big thing, like, you jump and I will push you the rest yeah. of the way. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it also, a, I think, a smart way of showing, like, the trust in each other. For sure, And yes. in your abilities in the Force. Yes. And that Sabine had and seen them do that in Rebels, Correct. Too. But takes a huge trust on Ezra's part mm-hmm. to do that with someone who has just used the Force for the first time ever 30 seconds prior right, because... to move a lightsaber right because we would have seen (laughs) we would have seen what we thought we might see yeah (laughs) because legit the way they the way they set it up i was like and it was again very rebels uh like ezra looks like he's not making it and i'm like oh okay well that's how they set up they get stuck here is they try the thing and it didn't work yeah and lo and behold he just barely hung on yeah well, he doesn't make it the way they wanted to make it, but he right. still makes it. Right. And I think it also speaks to Sabine having confidence in her. Like, I've tapped into this now. I know how to do right. it again. And I know I know how to do it again. So I know that I can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does, which is great. Yeah, because she's like, you need to hurry up because it's getting harder every second you yes. wait. Like, right. let's do it Which was now. I love that she said that because I was thinking that. Right. I was like, do this now because right. it's getting more impossible. I'm already and not she, good like, at this. said what <laughs> I was actually thinking. I was like, right. okay, great. Thank you for acknowledging this. It, 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 it was also, um, you know, we get that 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 comedy bit where, where where we don't think he made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's really only, I would say, the second time where they use – the force for comedy um and what was the first one i just said oh w- when when ray's uh, luke is training ray oh yeah and, reach out and, and he um has a little he, yeah, reader he, or whatever he yeah, yeah flips the yeah yeah um it's a grass i can feel it and yeah. it was great and you totally oh, thought it, that they're playing the john williams cue and then it wah, wah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. It, it was great yeah um but similarly we got the the Back to the Future Two, <laughs> yes. um, treatment. Oh, c- yeah, because we get okay because we because the plan is I'm gonna throw you and then you pull me aboard Ezra and so we see Sabine turn around and see Ahsoka, but then say seemingly say no I have to be with Ezra and runs towards the Star Destroyer, but then in a great turn of events, um, Morgan Elsbeth saying to Ahsoka you're gonna die here alone. We hear not alone, and Sabine is there. She has returned to save Ahsoka, which I think is excellent. Yeah. Yes. Um, and they have a great battle where Ahsoka badassedly takes out Morgan um, with a slice to her belly with her sword and her lightsaber, with Morgan's sword and Ahsoka's lightsaber, with both of them. I, I think that was Sabine's best moment of the series, to, to be honest with you. Yeah, like, being it, there for Ahsoka. It, yeah, it was like, okay... She's getting it. You know, she uh, she made the wrong decision with Balin. Um, 
yeah. uh, that started this whole mess. But even right. so, she's here now, and she's really like, oh, I came here. Balin's a thing. <laughs> yeah. I came here to save Ezra. I have. He's going home. Now my responsibility is to my master. Yeah, so I agree with you that yeah. that's a great decision on her part. Yeah, that that whole scene was was super cool. Um, a, uh, Ahsoka loses her Shoto, right? Like, now yeah. it's gone. She's yeah. down to one lightsaber. Yeah. Sabine comes in, and then it set up what I thought was going to happen, which was my theory on what was going to happen in the show, and didn't happen, right? Because what did Ezra do in the first place? Yeah. He tried to take Thrawn away to eliminate the threat. So I'm like, okay, this is perfect. Ezra's the only one on the ship. Yeah. Bing, yeah. bang, boom. Everything's sat back. Like, he just takes it out again. That's what I thought was going to happen, too. I know. And I was like, oh, they set it up, and I didn't want it to happen, but it, like, kind of makes sense. Yeah. And it didn't. They didn't. Yeah. Oh, because the next part's great. Right. But then they do, like you said, and I thought the same thing, because I was, when because they, uh, Sabine and Ahsoka run as the Chimera Star Destroyer is starting to blow up the fortress. Yeah. They leap off of the thing, knowing that the ship is going to be there. We, as Star Wars fans, all know the ship is going to be there yeah. also, because we've seen it before. Ray does it in Rise of Skywalker. Um, Kanan and Ezra do it Kanan like Ezra do it a bunch of times in Rebels. And also, but, I rem- <laughs> but watching that, I thought, I was like, I'm pretty sure the first time I ever saw anyone do this was in Back to the Future 2. Yeah. So I love that you just said yeah. that as well, because I had the exact same thought uh, when Marty does that in Back to the Future 2 with a DeLorean <laughs> picks them up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so then they the fortress is destroyed. Sabine, Hu Yang, and Ahsoka start chasing after the Chimera. And I'm not sure what their what is their goal here to like they're not gonna try to shoot it down. I was kind of trying to figure that out of like, just are to try you trying to, like, to get in the get bay? Into the so bay? Can, yeah, yeah, the hangar. Like, yeah. Take the jump with them or whatever. I, I thought they were trying to do something similar to Empire Strikes Back where Han puts the Falcon. Oh, yeah. Um, lands on it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, lands yeah that could have worked. And just release with the garbage and float yeah. off. Yeah. Fly, fly casual. The the yeah. Oh, great. There's Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, yeah, did, that could have been it. I really did, did we like... just lose your channel? Turn your mic off. I did not turn my mic off. I don't think. Yeah, you did. You picked it back up. Oh, I might have nudged it. I didn't think no. I did. We're back on though. We're back on. Okay, good. Um, I did really like because they're unable to catch the star uh, star destroyer, obviously, or do anything of note. Um, but I really did like the visual of them being caught in like the wake of the star destroyer yeah. as it like took off. So, like jet washed. Yeah, yeah, it was like really cool. Like we've never seen that before. Um, the Star Destroyer, sorry, and the hyperspace ring, yeah. which the, Adam the you mentioned earlier, clinks onto it with just the tiniest, yeah. tiniest little clamps. Like you don't want to secure that a little bit more, maybe. Jesus, I, I, I will like say, not on. to not to toot my own horn, toot it, buddy. Um, th- this is where I thought they would leave it. Um, just as them going back, yeah. Th- I I didn't think Ezra uh would be back. Um, so I guess it's not just what I thought, but I thought, you know. So they they jump to hyperspace, and then you get the bump. No, um, I I thought that the, the next story yep. starts whatever the next story is a second season, right. a f- Movie. feature film, yeah. um, um, where where the first act is them getting back to the galaxy that, that sure. we know so yeah. well. Yeah. Um and, and I think that sets it up well and and you can have you know 
the whole Filoni verse um, come together. That's with, the idea. They yeah. already announced that. That's the idea. Yeah. But is there room for a second season before that movie? You know what I mean? I mean, it depends on what that story is. So I don't. I know. mean, I think there is, Seems especially focused on like, you know, space whales are. As the resident biologist here, you know, space whales are like migratory and sure. Yeah, patterns. I think like so. <laughs> they didn't really make it clear at the end. It's because they didn't say anything. It seemed like they were just like, "All right, we're here forever now." But can't you just like just keep an eye out for space whales? I would assume season two is them like figuring out what the hell Balin's doing and whatever Shin is doing. Right. And then at the end of season two, they take a space whale out of there and meet up with everybody, and then we have the Thrawn movie. Right. Right. Sorry. Well, sorry. Here's here's my only thought. Do you talk first? Do I talk? First? Yeah. How's this work? That's good. Um. Or that was, um. Every Disney Plus show that has had a second season. Or a spinoff of that show. I'm thinking Loki. I'm thinking uh, Mando Season 2. Book of Boba Fett. um, Has in some way acknowledged it. In uh, either the final episode. Or a a, uh, end end credit um, scene. So I I don't necessarily know if we're getting a second season. Yeah. Um, I, I... I, I do have a, a question to to pose to you guys, and uh, and and it and it has to it's it's around um, Balin. We saw maybe ten seconds of Balin. Yeah, and ten ten seconds of Shin at the same do time. Do you think to the point where I forgot that they were in yeah. the show while watching this episode? I was like, Do oh, you yeah. think that was the original ending, or, or do you think that was Balin's original ending? I, or, I think or did that they... was because I, I think if they knew that Ray Stevenson was going to pass, then they would not have left it as open ended as they did. Yeah. Okay. Why? What? What's I, your, what I, do you think? I I I guess I my my thought when I first saw that was uh, they made some sort of change, hmm. like he his story continued, and they pulled back. And th- that that Balin oh, shot sure. is okay. yeah. Okay. Um, and I now I, so maybe... like so it, you're saying you got the feeling that maybe the story was continued in a more of a specific way, but they pulled back on that because now yeah. they don't know if they can still do that having the actor the, the actor having passed. Yeah, right. I guess that makes sense. I can see that being the case. I, I mean, it. it I, I guess it, it doesn't make m- make sense for this show that has had these strong antagonists throughout the whole show and in 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 you not not 1% of the show was dedicated it was and I'm not strange. and I'm not I agree. mocking him for it no I, I agree I, I it's it, it was it, it was it was strange it was strange because what we got I felt was a very satisfactory finale to this series but when I think about it I almost would have rather have it dealt more closely with, like we talked about at the very beginning of this, how we, like, I almost would have rather had it been more focused on Balin and Shin and wrapping up that storyline and leaving the Thrawn thing more ambiguous than what we got, which was the opposite, where we still don't know what Balin Skull's ultimate goal was or his plan or what he's after, because he never came right out and said it besides referencing a great power yeah. or whatever he was talking about to Shin and Shin is just seemingly going out to these like um 
mercenary or whatever yeah, they the were. Raiders or whatever Raiders, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Marauders? Um, so they're not even together. Nomads. Mm, there you go. Nomads yeah. is what they've been okay. called. Okay, so they're not even together at the end of this series. And now, with Ray Stevenson passing, who knows if we're ever going to get any closure on Balin Skull's thing. And if we do, I feel like they're going to have to recast or yeah. do it in animation or something. But Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping we're going to get some Balin Skull-like... Um, you know, animated Tales of the Jedi, tell, Tales yeah. of the Jedi, I Jedi or that. something, because yes. coming out of the gates with the beginning of this um, show, I, I think the strongest performances and nobody's, you know, immediate favorite um, character ended up being Balin. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah, for sure. His screen time is maximized. It's different, right? The medieval Jedi. Yeah, the not so, Jedi Jedi right. that clearly has a drive and a purpose and what they feel to be their own code of ethics and honor. Right. Yes. Right. And we haven't seen that aesthetic. We haven't seen that look. Right. We know so much about them. They were there at uh, Order 66 at the temple. Yep. Um, they know that, you know, we know that they have. Uh, raise this uh, Padawan with a traditional Padawan braid, but yeah, right. not like the other Jedi. Using Very Jedi specific. teachings, but not as a Jedi. Yeah. I trained you to be something more. Something right. more. Yeah. And there's so much character development, and all of a sudden, the rug is pulled out. So I can't right. help but like feel the same way as though they had a plan, and all of a sudden that plan changed. So yeah. Well, that's, while it is that's a satisfactory I'm... ending, there's got to be like that got to be something else with that character yes but but think about this because they would have stopped recording months prior to ray stevenson passing yeah so like think of this if we didn't know ray stevenson had died this would have been a perfect ending to set up next year like ahsoka and sabine versus whatever's going on with shin and figuring out balan you're right you're right like if If they did we had no knowledge of ray stevenson passing this would have been like exactly where we wanted to end it. And, that's, that, and, and that might have been the original intention to have a second season take place on Peridia. Right. Which is just Sabine and Ahsoka figuring out what Shin and Balin are up to. Right. And I guess that still could happen, but we'd have to recast, recast at this point. And... Which I think is fine if they need to do that. Yeah. Be- and I, I think because I think Balin has become a lot of people's very favorite character or or a fan favorite character right. or a fan in favorite villain yeah. for sure in this show because of everything that you just said like it's uh he's different he's interesting he's taking a different approach um and we don't know that much about him but they've and hint- he knew anakin they, and he knew anakin and they he hinted at stuff. general you yeah. know i mean that yeah. that shows a certain big shift and change yeah. it's not like i was kind of right, a Jedi. right. <laughs> they hinted at enough stuff that made us really care about this character yeah. and want to know more about him and it's a, a tragedy that ray stevenson has passed um but i do hope they're able to continue this character's yeah. storyline um because they did a lot of good work to get it to where it was to get it to where they got it and how cool were those closing scenes with him in the yeah, statue the like giant there was some so lord cool. of the rings yeah. vibes yeah did anyone get uh, maybe on I, I'd have to go back and look at it a second time, but maybe a the father and the son 
from oh, the Mortis. From, oh my yeah. God! Yes, I didn't so even think was, about that. But when, yes, when he kept referring to a higher whatever, you know, we've had all the illusions of Ahsoka being the daughter from Clone Wars. Well, it and then it's in like, less than hmm. illusions, really. We even got the what's the owl right. called? Morai. Yes, Morai, thank yeah. you. And we know that the daughter put. Spoiler alert. I have never put that together right. before. Into, I've really? never put that together before okay. that Ahsoka is symbolic of the daughter. Yeah. Because of the more, oh my God. She she is the daughter now. <laughs> Mike Mike's mind just kept well, yeah, if you you're if right, you're not watching because, this, oh like and, and what did the <laughs> what did the father wow. say to Anakin? Matt, keep watching Clone Wars. What keep did it he up. say to Anakin? Yep. Uh I don't know. I just watched that episode though, but I don't know what he said. Say Adam. Adam, what do you oh say? God, I can't remember. Now. I was hoping one of you guys would know it. But yeah, like I mean, he basically well, alludes to like this is your like fate, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then because Anakin is the he's he, he's, he he's is, the father, and then he's. Like, well, I feel he's, like Anakin yeah. is the brother. No, the brother was like seeking was the dark side or seeking out the mother. The father was holding both in check. Mm-hmm. So Balin right. is effectively playing the brother, searching mm-hmm. for the father or the mother. Oh, okay. Who in Legends the mother was Abeloth, which was this force being that was like that, there's this whole is that thing. death incarnate? Is that effectively? The one? Yeah, because okay. I heard that could be a theory about this. How yep. you doing, Matt? <laughs> I heard that could be a theory about this with like uh, going into um, Pruit- Pruitia? Pruitia. 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 Uh with <laughs> yes. You hold on out there, everyone with us still. <laughs> Everyone's still there. <laughs> Good. Uh, I heard that could be a theory because it's just like. The rings around the planet are made of death. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, and I was like, I have no, I, I'm not into the legends right. in EU. But yet. There were a lot yet. of books you had to read to get to that one. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, that, I mean, uh, keep watching, bud. If, keep watching. If it's this so ends up being some, some sort of arc tying in the mother, it's like that'll be way, way out there and also perfect for what we're. Like where we're set up for this season two, yeah, and also like again, this is this Ahsoka show is kind of Rebel season five, yeah, and that plays a big part in Rebel season four, yeah, everything that we were just talking about. Um, so it would make sense for that to extend into what is more or less more Rebels. Now the other thing with you two, since you've played the Jedi colon games, um. Yes, Take a Jedi, seat, Matt. Jedi colon. The Jedi colon game. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> Jedi Musil. Uh, yeah, we're here. Um, the, but the Zepho. Yes. How do they tie into all this? Because there's Remind been some serious me what the Zepho are. That alien species that uh, they find all the ruins from and have all the triangle-shaped heads and shit. And... Still drawing a blank. Um. Uh, Triangle What's his face? Uh, the Cal, guy. Cal this is on um, where you have to fight like the big frog thing. Right. What do they call um, Crap. God, Fallen Order or Survivor? I haven't it, it's played. It's tied into both, but Fallen Order. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say. Uh, the first where he's got to climb that giant tree. Planet, you go down into the, the dungeon where you're rolling the balls around and all that, and that's all Zepho architecture and... Uh, oh, in, in okay. Survivor, it gets tied in even more. Like, okay, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like this old alien race that, yeah. um, like a lot of the Night Sister stuff looks very Zeffoy. Yeah, and there's been a lot of lot of fan theories out there about like that somehow tying into all this yeah. and them 
making everything kind of mesh. So cool. I'll, be, right. I'll be interested where that ends up. Right. Hmm. You know, got to gotta tie everything into a nice, happy bow. We don't have to, but people like People to. always want to. People always want to. Is there time for an Ahsoka Season 2? I think so. I think if if they keep it on Peridia, I mean they don't even have to because like well no, like let's I, let's I I, I I I'm sorry to interrupt. I I mean like in, in, oh in, in, time in our time. Say they're making this movie in and it's gonna come out in twenty twenty seven. Yeah. Um. You know we still have Mando season four. We have uh skeleton crew. We have, you know, the, the, it, well, it took two years to make to make this show. Yeah. Um, is it, and it's going to take a year and a half, two years I, to, to make the fit. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. is it, I I think it depends on now that the writer strike is over. Depends on how long Dave Filoni is going to take to write the movie, because I'm sure he wasn't finished with it. We when they announced it, there's no right. way he was. I don't think he was finished with it. Um, so he's got to write it. Um, and he's got to finish all his other writing, whatever else he's writing for Lucasfilm right now, which is maybe Mando season four. I, I think that's probably written I mean, already. But we all know Mando season four up. could hypothetically be Sabine, since season three was yeah, Bo-Katan. You're right. Yeah, you're so, right. Yeah, no one knows what season four is going to be right. of that show. They said the um, Mandalorian. They never specified which. I think one. if they want to make time for a season two, I th- I think it's more of what they want to do, and where they need all the pieces to be before that movie happens. So, like, if they need, I mean, just to wrap up the episode, we see Thrawn uh, going to Dathomir at the end of this episode as we see um, Ezra stealing a shuttle and getting back to to the fleet. fleet. Yeah, Hera and Chopper recognize him. He magically knows how to get there. Yeah, how did he know how to get there? I don't know. Um, Whatever. Because it's Rebels season five. Star Wars logic, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, But I think if, I think... I think they're plotting it out. They know what they need to build. If they've green, I, I don't know if they've even greenlit. If they've announced a Filoni movie, they're saying you're going to do this. It's going to be the culmination of all these shows. They know what they need to do before they get to that movie. You know what I mean? So that movie's not dated yet. So they can date that movie whenever they need to date it. If they need to give us another season of Ahsoka in order to set up the movie, then they will. Yeah, because so, I, I had heard the 27 as well, but I think that was more of just a rumor or like a, you know, sure. put it on the and I'm put sure it on the chuck. Who knows? I mean, yeah, if, everything's going to get Ray pushed now that... It was yeah. originally 2025. That's what it was. Yeah. The Ray movie was originally 2025, yep. and it was pushed back to the spring, and they wanted to do two movies in a year, which, remember, we had that discussion yeah, yeah, about right. uh, Solo and Last West Jedi, Jedi yeah. so close to each other. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. think if they've learned anything, I hope they've learned that they shouldn't rush it. Right. Right. To to right. tell a good story. Yeah. Um. Make something that doesn't suck. Right. Like if you make something that doesn't suck, we're gonna be there for it. Right. Yeah. Um, going no matter now, what. Now, to be fair, the four <laughs> of us fair. are gonna be there no matter what. Yeah. Open weekend. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we're all going together. Yeah. Likely. <laughs> um. Yeah. Should we plan that podcast now? Or? <laughs> yeah, it's sure. already on the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I now know how to set it up, so we're good to go. Anytime excited, you guys want to do it, excited for whatever happens next, though. Oh, it's yeah. going to be great. Yeah, it will be. So, what's the next? What is the next piece of Star Wars that we know we're getting? Skeleton Crew. 
Yes. But we don't. There's no date for that, right? I I think it was originally supposed to be December. Yeah. Right. Um. Who knows if that got pushed right. because of strikes or whatever? I right. I would guess between. I mean, we've seen no media for Nothing. whatsoever. I can't imagine it's coming even, out in December. Not even a screen grab yeah. or a, a leak. Uh, I, um, at this point, I can't imagine that it's yeah. December because we're in early October. I, I say you, you get the Super Bowl push. It's spring. Sure. You, you know. Yeah. Um, that might make sense. And and Andor season two was filming. Yes, um, they were filmed. They shut down when the strike started. Right, yeah. it, w- which was a weird thing because they were filming in the UK, but but they have right. ties to WGA and yeah. And SAG yeah. And, but Tony Gilroy is an American, so he ended up right. shutting it down because he's the showrunner and couldn't yeah. really work on it. Yeah, didn't feel comfortable. But I, I guess I thought I remember them saying they were near the end of principal photography. Oh, I don't but, remember that. Oh, okay. Um, I, I may yeah, be wrong. Yeah, they were pretty yeah, but, but I guess I relatively it, yeah. far along. Yeah, but I'm sure, you know, post on any Star Wars thing is going to take sure. a lot because you got to put in all those laser blasts or Even whatever. with something yeah. like Andor. For sure, that yeah. is That is more grounded, yeah. yeah. Um, you still got to put in spaceships and shit, you know. The Acolyte, too. The Acolyte! The Acolyte! Whoa! Okay, that's, is there a date for the Adam's Acolyte? Alley. I cannot if wait for I was going to say, if you're dealing pumped. with a dark side-focused show, then, uh, yeah. Here I am also very pumped for the Acolyte. Is there a date for the Acolyte? It's just 24. Yep. Okay, so next so, year. Yep. So we'll get, I mean, I know we're not getting the movie for a long time, so we'll get Skeleton Skeleton, Troop, Skeleton Crew probably first, and then the Acolyte? That Yeah. That's my guess. Because the other two, Acolyte and Andor 2, were supposed to be 24, oh, even man. before. So This is already more Star Wars now, stuff. I, I, I don't know thinking, if you guys have seen, the, so... I, you're very, I, I give you a lot of credit on this. Uh, you're very, thank you. Um, Already, well, thank you. You're welcome. Before you even say it, thank you. You're very disciplined to not watch um, uh, Celebration or Comic Con uh, videos of trailers that are. Oh, the grainy shit trailers? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, I watch all that stuff. What are you talking about? Right. right. No, if like it's not officially released, yeah. I won't watch it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If it's like a, a cell phone video of somebody filming a screen, I'm like, nah, nah, nah. nah. Sure. I'm going to wait till it's like, uh, high there's, quality. There's a couple things in a certain like level that I would watch that kind of stuff for. But sure. You watched all of Spider-Man No Way Home like that. Yeah. More oh, right? I did. Yeah. I, I think I got that for you. You did. I, I, and I, it, it, I, I don't know if it... I believe it looked like a potato yes, is did. what you described yes, it as. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I found it on a street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Oh, I thought you had a Say something, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, any closing thoughts about the series finale or season finale, I should say, episode? I don't want to say series finale if we don't know. Any closing thoughts before we wrap this up? No, I um, I think it was a wonderful Star Wars. It helped move a lot of stories forward. I think if anyone's, I think it's easy to look at it and say it didn't really move Ahsoka's story forward. Yeah, but it it did so well just so slowly in the middle of the season, right? She worked through her issues with Anakin yeah, becoming I mean, Darth Vader and moved to, uh, to Ahsoka the wife. Right. Yes. It didn't, right. It didn't move her story forward, but it cleaned up all of that backstory. Yeah. I think she it has moved less her baggage. forward though. It moved, yes. You know, it like, moved her it as didn't, a character It didn't forward. move her like greatly forward, but it was like a good story still. Yeah. 100%. And that's all like, I don't really care about like, 
as long as you give me a good story with like yep. good character development, like mm-hmm. this was more of a character development series, right? Than it was a let's fight a new battle against a new fascist regime, which is what we're gonna get when the movie comes out or whatever. Mm-hmm. When the movie that's all these shows together, um, but I don't I don't need every Star Wars to be some grand battle for the universe you know what i mean like right. Andor wasn't that and that's like my favorite thing in like a long time i was gonna say i think we've yeah. all been pining for make good shows just make something don't... good just tell us a good story yeah. with characters that we love and yeah. that's what this was and I that's think. what that's what this did right it yeah. gave us two more characters that we now love with shin and balin yep, yep. it like reintroduced in live action thrawn which is so cool yeah right it, and Ezra and Hera and Sabine all in live action. Yeah, the first and time. Chopper, Chopper like, for God's sake, right? Yes. Dude, it, Chopper, it was, Chopper when he was looking at Ezra, like that was great. The the noise, like it was just perfect. It was like, yeah, he's just side eye. I kind of, I kind of could see him droid side eye. Yeah, him like, like I, I, I wish that Ezra had just gotten down even before he took his helmet off and just like hugged Chopper. <laughs> like that would have been amazing. I would have loved that yeah. more. These were the most sure. Star Wars like reunions ever yeah no one just ran screaming into each other's arms like (laughs) they would have in real life right any of yes it was um it was a very star warsy show in general it was very star warsy more so than andor more so than the first like season or two of mandalorian which is like a western the third season of mandalorian is like crazy whatever that clone war sequel um but yeah this was a straight up star wars show from beginning to end um but done in a way that uh, I loved and it was like felt yeah. right, you know. Oh, wasn't trying too hard. Um, one thing we forgot to mention that I thought was pretty cool, and, and now that I think of it, I think it's even cooler. Is uh, one of the last shots we see is Sabine looking off into uh, the sky, and she thinks she sees something. Yes, shadows in the starlight. Shadows yeah. in the star. Yeah, and but but she can't see it. But then it. Uh, it a lot like the a lot like Last Jedi, where where where, where you see you see that blue tint and, and yeah. you're like Ahsoka I, I looks out and Ahsoka yeah. sees him. I think it, yeah, and it was interesting how he looked. Uh, he didn't have the scar on his eye. Yeah, he he was he was very um, uh, clone late Clone Wars yeah. Anakin, mm-hmm. um, and, and um, I like that. Yeah, um, I. I pose this question maybe to all three of you or maybe two of you. Does the does the appearance of Hayden Christensen as Anakin in Ahsoka um does does that uh make Hayden Christensen's appearance as Anakin in Return of the Jedi make more sense? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. Um and I think that's why they made that like she says you look younger or whatever because she would not expect him to look younger she would expect him to look like an old guy yeah yeah yeah. what does sam call him um uh cantaloupe head that's what it was (laughs) i was thinking eggman yeah Yeah. (laughs) eggman would work also (laughs) we're sitting in um in uh return jedi and and uh um, like it's the most emotional part, and I hear Sam goes, "Well, here comes Cantaloupe." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. great. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think. Well, it also, I feel like they were kind of forced to do that because yeah. Lucas put him as young Anakin at the end of Return of the Jedi. Yep. 
Um, so they're like, okay, well, I guess we have to do that as well. But easier for us to do that because we still have Hayden Christensen and we can just, you know, do some computerizing on his face right. and make him look 10 years younger, 15 years younger or whatever. So, um, yeah, I think it makes more sense, even though I don't think it makes sense in the first place. But you know what? Similar to my opinion of Rise of Skywalker, that's just what happened. So you might as well sit back and enjoy it. What happened? That's what happened. Nothing we can do about it. I, I'll take as much Anakin Skywalker as I can get. I love him. Yeah, I do. I do love the that this show was able to reintroduce live action Anakin Skywalker. Um, in a way that he deserved to be treated. He deserved to be treated exactly. Thank you for saying that. And in like it gives us access to more Anakin Skywalker when I kind of thought we would never be able to see him again, you know? And he's such, because he's such an important character, the light side of him is such an important character that, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm grateful to this show for being able to weave, bring him back into the fold um, in a way that was more powerful than, like, him showing up for one scene in Obi-Wan in, like, a training session or whatever, and then being Vader. Like, I also love him returning as Vader if they want to bring him back as Vader. Yes, awesome. But being able to see his face and see his emotional connection to somebody he's connected to, like Ahsoka, is such a bigger deal to me I, and I, makes so much... Yep, and makes so much more sense. Yeah, so I'm I'm glad I'm grateful to this show for being able to do that. I agree because when you think about it, we really only got um, half a movie of Hayden Christensen as fully grown. Yes, um, Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. You know, it, it, Jake Lloyd, it, um, and then he was the sort of teenage prick in in, <laughs> yes. in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. And, and we got even less of that of Hayden Christensen with good dialogue. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was cool to see. And and I, I spent a lot of time on social media. And to see the response he's gotten in Ahsoka that he's gotten at Celebration last year. I mean, I mean, it's really um, good for him. Yeah, y- for You sure. know, and, and, and good for the, you know. Um, the 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 fandom for finally giving him his yeah, um, his due yeah yeah, and a fitting last shot of this series yeah think, oh absolutely um because of the shadow he hangs over Ahsoka the title character um this is two Star Wars shows that end with a Force ghost what's the other one that ended with a Force ghost Obi Wan. Uh, Qui-Gon's force. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. You're right. And I'm kind of loving it. Yeah, me too. Um, Quite well, fitting in both cases. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well done. Um, I think that's all I got. Is that ever, uh, anyone else got any final thoughts about the season finale of Ahsoka? Thanks for having us, Scott. Yeah. No. It. Big thanks to Adam Carkey and Matt Peseta for yeah, thank joining you very us much. tonight. I, uh, you know, uh, this is a great. Great throw. Yeah, this was a blast. We'll have to do it again sometime Absolutely. for more uh, Star Wars conversations. Um, you want to wrap this up? Yeah, sure. If uh, you're still somehow hanging in there at the hour <laughs> and 23 mark, because Woo! this is the multi-year sport. Yeah, rant. we go um, long here, people. <laughs> what we do. Um, yeah, check us out on social media, the multiverse sport. Check us out on any of your uh, podcasts, you know, 
I was going to say viewers, but you don't really view a podcast. Listeners, whatever. feeds, wherever podcast, you're listening. Uh, podcatchers of choice, uh, the Multiverse Report, YouTube, uh, leave us a review, Apple Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, five-star review would be even greater. That'd be best. Uh, helps us out quite a nice, quite a nice amount. Uh, I'm on a roll with this. Uh, <laughs> you're crushing it. I've <laughs> been talking a long time. So, yeah. Either way, look us up. Yeah, hell, Google us. You'll, we'll yeah, be there. Any of those things. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I got. All right. Well, thanks to Adam and Matt again for joining us tonight. Thanks to Steve, as always. And until next time, thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the multiverse.